the ones that end up successful are the ones that know how to stop, to choose a good idea. And then they're going to have the consistency and the persistence and the dedication and the patience to make that good idea a great idea. This is the Doing It Online podcast with your host, serial entrepreneur, six and seven figure funnel strategist and super nerd, Kate McKibben, where every week we're here talking nerdy and sharing the things that actually work to help you do what you do online, but better, easier, and with a ton more profit too. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 121 of the Doing It Online podcast. I am your host, Kate, here from Hello Funnels. And today I'm going to be answering a question that was brought up by one of our lovely clients. And that is a very common question. And I know it's something that a lot of people struggle with. I know it's something that I have and still struggle with. I wanted to roll up sleeves, get down and dirty and help you to get this sorted. So today we are talking about, I'm calling it multiple products mayhem, mayhem, sorry, which is you answering that sort of age old question of how many offers, how many products should you really have to be able to grow? Like, is it more? Is it less? Is it like some clear ascension model? Like what is, what's the go? You know, there's so many, so much mixed messaging out there. And the thing is like why I think it, it's so important to have this conversation and to sort of have a little bit of a guidelines or guide rails around this is that there's one clear truth here, regardless of which, you know, sort of methodology or whatever you would you choose to follow. But one thing is universally true. And that is when you have an offer that sells with ease, your life is going to be so much easier. It is going to be so much easier to grow your business, to scale your business, to get where you want to go. If every time you promote your offer, whether it's live, whether it's in funnels, however you choose to do it, If every time you do it, there are people literally excited to jump in, they're waiting for it, they're super pumped, like, you know, the emails that you send resonate, the offer makes sense to them. It is what we call a hell's yes offer. Because if it's not, if your offer isn't easy to sell, then it's always going to be that little bit harder, if not lot bit harder. It's always going to be slightly like pushing a rock up a hill. So, and I know that is like, I know everyone knows this. I'm not telling you anything new, right? But I think what happens is that people think the way you get the offer that sells really well is to just keep making new offers until one of them magically is that offer. But it's actually generally not the case because the thing is that to get that magical offer, like, yes, every now and then, someone will create a brand new out of the gate offer that is just a unicorn and that ticks all of the boxes and converts like crazy. And they will most likely sing and dance about it on the internet and then all of a sudden create a method around it and, and blah, blah, blah. But for like 99% of people, their offer will be pretty good to start with and then, or okay. And then it needs some iterations. It needs some time these things, they don't happen overnight. They generally like 
the, the steps from taking something good to great usually is months of testing, of tweaking, of, of putting things out there and seeing what flies and what doesn't. This, you know, there is no silver bullet. There is no overnight success. There, but there, what there is, is okay, it's con- consistent action moving towards your goal, which adds up over time and gets you where you want to go actually much, much faster. So the thing is, I know that it's really kind of addictive to come up with new ideas all the time, right? Like we all, like, this is why we have our own businesses because we're brimming with ideas. Like sometimes you just get on a roll and they're just like pow, pow, pow. And you just feel like you must take action on them. Right. But here's another little hard fact for you. Most of the population feels this way. Most people out there have a lot of ideas. The thing is the ones that end up successful are the ones that know how to stop, to choose a good idea. And then they're going to have the consistency and the persistence and the dedication and the patience to make that good idea a great idea. This is all about breaking out of that really, really tempting cycle of creating something new, super excited about it, pumped, get it, you know, put it out into the world. Oh, it does okay. Feeling a little disappointed rather than then going, okay, how can I then improve it? How can I then, you know, commit to making it better going, then having your subconscious instantly jump in with this doesn't feel great. What felt good? New idea here, have another one, go do that again. And you end up staying stuck in this cycle of always being in the beginner phase and never moving through the growing pains, which just kind of suck into the mastery and the growth and the scale, which is what you want. Just know that, that those, those ideas, those really, really tempting ideas that quite often, like, yes, some of them might be your next big thing, but a, a lot of the time, particularly if you've just come off the back of something that was a little lackluster, they are actually just sabotage. What I normally do as just like a way of sense checking these ideas, because I get them as well, guys, I have them all the time, just ask my team, (laughs) is write them down. Write them down and then don't look at that idea again for at least two weeks. And if in two weeks time you come back to that idea and it still is really, you know, you still kind of can't stop thinking about it, it's still really calling you, then there's probably something there. Then the next step would be, okay, well, let's make sure that that is something that aligns with your goals and your bigger vision for your business. And hopefully you've done that. That's like one of the most, the very, there's a reason it is the very first thing we get everyone to do inside Ecos Empire is because this is how you learn to make decisions that are going to get you there. Because if you don't know what that bigger vision is, you can't make the right decisions that will help you to get move towards that end result. What are some of the common mistakes that people make? And, and you know, from listening to this, you might be like, oh, okay, so we just have one thing. No, no let's, let's break this down, how to make it practical, because that's what I'm all about. So really common mistakes I see people making when they do have lots and lots of different offers, lots of different products, like why this does other than the fact that you're not mastering one, like what else happens? What else sort of gets in your way when you just have too many offers going on? First of all, as I mentioned already, you just end up spreading yourself too thin. Like, let me know if this sounds familiar. You, as I said, if you have like three or four products, you generally are going to be back to back 
launching and promoting them, right? So you're going to just be coming off the back of one, next, then it's the next one, then it's the next one. And you probably, like when you were doing whatever that promotion was or that webinar or that challenge or whatever it was, you're probably halfway through it went, oh man, we really need to update this. We probably should change this. I've got these ideas for how we can make this better next time, but there's no time because you go straight into the next thing. And all of that sort of focus on that idea and then gets shifted to the next idea. It's like trying to ride multiple horses with one butt. It's really, really difficult, okay? The next thing, and this one, if you know, if I haven't sort of sold you on the whole mastery thing, this one is, you know, should make you pay attention. But the more different offers you have, the more likely you are to confuse your audience. If you have, you know, three, four, five, however many offers, and different price points and all things like that. Like, you know, you're going to have people who come into your world and like going, do I need this one or this one? Well, if that one's only this much, why is that one that price? Like you don't ever want your clients having to go, what's the right one for me? How do I work with this person? How do I, and, and if they're generally what happens, if they are ever unsure and they're tossing up between one or the other, they'll just go for the cheapest one. And you don't want that either, right? particularly if that the one that was actually going to be better for them that actually probably would have got them the better result is your more premium offer but they saw you had a cheaper one they're like oh well I, I'm not really sure I'll just go for this one and see and then they'll get in there and it's not as amazing as your premium one and they're going to think that that's what all your programs are like and then you've lost them if you confuse you lose right guys that's why even if you do have multiple offers they need to be dramatically different they can't just be this one is like this, but a bit better. People will look at that and be like, I don't get it. I'm, I'm Which one? And as soon as I said that, they're pro- they probably just halved the likelihood that they're going to buy. Another really common mistake I see people making when it comes to designing their offer suite or how many offers they're going to have is that they seem to think, and again, it's because people on the internet have told you, but I've now seen behind the scenes of enough businesses to know this actually isn't true, is that they seem to think they need to have a, you know, A, B, C, D, E, clear line of ascension with their offers. Like people, they'll come in, they'll get your $27 offer. Then we're going to upgrade them to your $97 offer. Then we'll upgrade them to your $1,000 offer. Then we'll upgrade them to your $5,000 offer. And that's the best way of doing things. Now, don't get me wrong. I love offers at all price points if they make sense, but do not for one second believe that most people are going to follow that path. Humans frustratingly, do generally do not do the, the lovely, nice thing that you've mapped out for them. You'll have people jumping from high to low. You'll have people who just want the high thing and they get frustrated. There's other stuff in between. You know, and like I said, you're then you know, promoting all these different things, confusing them all in the process. Traditionally, what's, you know, what we see work best inside Ecos Empire with our clients is if you are in the phase of still trying to figure this stuff out, like if you can't with certainty say, yep, I know this offer sells really well. I know if I do a launch, this is how many I will sell. I know exactly. Like if you're not in that phase of certainty, if you're still in that phase of testing and trying, then don't, you know, don't do that in front of your clients. Okay. Figure out the one program. Don't have like five different offers that you're sort of not sure on because then you're going to have five different offers that your clients are sort of not sure on. So instead, until something is what we call a hell's yes offer, until it is scaled and making the money that you want it to make, I I would say no more than two offers 
at any one time. How do you do that? How do you kind of like, what do you do instead? Rather than having all of these different offers, all of this throwing spaghetti at the wall, how do you kind of bring that back? So first of all, I said, you want to start with like focus, commit to focusing for the next six months on one really great offer. And I would make that not like whatever you think is like, if you do are sort of all in love with this idea of an Ascension model, and I'm not saying it's not a good way to add an extra 10% or so here or there, but it's generally not the way necessarily to build the six, seven, whatever figure of your business of your dreams. But that's another topic for another day. But if you do, if you do have these big plans for having multiple products on the line, that's okay. But what I'm saying is until you have nailed that product, those other ones have to go on the back burner. Start with one really great offer and go all on it in all in on it, sorry, for at least six months. So that can be either like a DIY sell course or it can be a more premium program. I wouldn't really want you to be spending too much time focusing on anything that's really sub $500, not in this market, not in this economy, not in the with the current rate of inflation. I mean, yes, there's always, obviously this is a rule of thumb, not a rule of law. And there's always some caveats here. Like if you have a gigantic audience and this is your first program and it's a hobby-based program, then probably a lower price point makes more sense. But if you are going, I've got multiple programs and they're at different price points, which one do I go on first? What I'm saying is focus on the one that's going to be more profitable for you. Okay. Like if you're going to put all your eggs in one basket, if you're going to focus on something, do it on the one that's going to be the easiest to sell. It's going to help you get the people, the best outcomes. And that's also going to be the most profitable. Next, you're going to start running evergreen launches to list build and make your first sales. This isn't the all singing or dancing launches and this isn't funnels. It's a kind of a little hybrid in between. It's something we teach inside eCourse Empire. The next thing you're going to do, as I said, you're going to make sure that offer is a hell's yes offer so that it sells with ease. A really good kind of temperature test on whether or not your offer is a hell's yes offer is that, first of all, you can predict the rate that it will convert. So you can say, okay, if I do this promotion and this number of people see it, it should convert at this rate. That normally means you've got it dialed in pretty well. And that rate will vary from person to person. So I'm not going to give you a number here because that number varies greatly. But another one is, does it sell well on the first day and the last day of whatever your promotion is? Like, are you making sales right up front? And are you making sales at the end? Like, is there enough juice in your offer and your list to be making sales at the end? And hopefully some in between. But if you're not getting a good boost of sales on those two days, your offer isn't a hell's yes offer yet. Then of course, once you have a hell's yes offer, once you've perfected it, once you've grown your list, once you've started making consistent sales with your evergreen launches, then you're going to want to make add in an evergreen funnel because that's the, one of the best ways to increase your profit, increase your scale. And then you can start, like then you have the system in place, then you have the consistent sales, then you can scale that to a point that you're comfortable with you may decide that, hey, life is just easier only focusing on one thing, just, you know, a little prediction (laughs) just in case, or you could be like a lot of people who go, hey, this is now too easy. I'm getting bored. I need to create something else. But when that is the time that you start to go, okay, what else can I do? What else now makes sense? And one of the things is come back to that Ascension offer thing that I had a little rant about earlier is I know people like right at the start, they like to sit down and map out their Ascension offers, right? They're like, I want to do this and then this and then this. But the thing is, until you go through this process of nailing that one offer, of 
launching it multiple times, of promoting it multiple times, of, of setting up a funnel, of getting to that point of being able to sell it consistently and have it really dialed in and know that your marketing works, know that your offer makes sense, know your delivery is great and your clients are getting great results. Until you've gone through that process, you actually don't know what your second offer even should be. Because until you've done all that, there's things are going to be moving, things are going to be changing. And like until all those things are wrapped up in a bow, that's why I say don't like write the other ideas down, plan them, great, have the ideas, it's fun, get out the whiteboard. But there's no point wasting too much time or sleep on it because until you've nailed that one, you don't know what two is. You 100% don't. Like whatever you thought it was going to be, I promise you, it will probably be something different. That's Kate's little soapbox rant for today. (laughs) I hope it has been useful. If it has, make sure you let us know. Hit us up over at Hello Funnels on Instagram. We love, love, love when you share that you're watching us or listening to us and what your bigger ha's are. And until then, guys, keep doing what you do. I'll see you all next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Doing It Online podcast. If you love this episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. And if you're ready to take your online course sales to the next level with your own six or seven figure funnel, let Kate show you exactly how today at stealmyfunnel.com.